Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show. In, in about six minutes, right off the top, we have some breaking news to announce in Waco, Texas. This will be kind of our lead of uh, bank shots today, our uh, weekly hit with Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. And so there's uh, some big announcement that needs to be made. And this is... Uh, this is pretty big. I mean, this is this is something that bank shots is going to really take over bank shots. And the breaking news, the guy involved is not going to love that because it's going to be all about him. But it, it's uh, very important, and it's important to Waco because uh, this family, the Nesbitt family, is very important in Waco. They've been around a long time, and uh, we've loved having them. And there's going to be a, an important announcement that will be made, and this will be the first public announcement of some uh, internal news at Central National Bank. Aaron, do I have your attention? Are you kind of excited? I mean, this is big, breaking, banking news, okay? So, Aaron, could you have the breaking news sounder available? Will you be ready for that? Absolutely. Okay. All right, That'll, that's going to happen, and we'll hear from uh, the banking boys uh, just in about four minutes, and we'll kind of we'll kind of start to talk about what what's on uh, what is on their mind in the big uh, exclusive, which only the Mosley Show has. The other exclusive we have is the fact that uh, thanks to my longtime friends at ESPN PR, and I know this drives some people nuts in the community that. Uh, you know, they're like, well, why can't we get these people? Well, I mean, you got to have relationships. And we are uh, very proud to announce that LaFonso Ellis from College Game Day, that's C-G-D, that, and, and, of course, they're going to be uh, joining us at uh, this weekend. They'll be in town Friday College game day, that includes Jay Billis, and he was on with us two years ago when they came. That was the 2019 season, actually, 2019-20 season, and that was the one where they didn't play the uh, NCAA tournament. But that year, ESPN came to town. Jay Billis was with us. Today, LaFonso Ellis. Aaron, do you know off the top of your head where – LaFonso Ellis was a star college player. I was just about to Google that because I I remember him playing, but I'm drawing a blank. It wasn't mm. UCLA, was it? No. Okay. No. In fact, I might come up with a little. Uh, where's Barfield? Is Barfield? We need some tickets. I want to give away some tickets when I'm at the Baylor Club Friday. That's very exciting, and uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of ex- excited about that. The the um, but, yeah, the, there's a lot going on, and the answer to that question is Notre Dame. 
In fact, Alfonso Ellis just went into the Ring of Honor, which is their Hall of Fame, at the uh, at the. So that's going to be that's that's a pretty that's a huge honor, by the way. At at, at uh, they only have like nine members of the Ring of Honor, and Alfonso just went in. So um, so that's that's really really good news, and um, we're we're kind of. Uh, Excited about that. Now, we got the big breaking news coming. I also wanted to tell you, uh, UBO Business Services, one of our great sponsors. And I'm telling you this, this is uh, this is kind of a cool story that has to do with UBO. And our friend Sean Hunt has kind of tipped me off. Jim Sheffield is the president of UBO Business Services. We use them, by the way, at, uh, at M&M Broadcasting. ESPN Central Texas, one of the reasons we streamline all our copiers and our, our workforce and all that kind of thing is because of what UBO does for us. By the way, Sean Hunt just got the uh, trivia question correct. He knew it was Notre Dame. But Jim Sheffield, the president of UBO, um, has a uh, he has a picture of Secretariat winning the Belmont Stakes by a record 31 lengths, and it, it's in his office. Now, if I know, if I remember this correctly, Jim Sheffield is a big-time Aggie, huge Texas A&M guy. And, of course, our friend Sean Hunt is a big part of that management team at UBO, and he's been with UBO for quite a few years. And UBO, part of why he, ha- he has that, uh, that picture up of Secretariat is because Secretariat – won by 31 lengths. Okay, Secretariat just ran away with that race, and we always remember Secretariat as the Triple Crown winner and one of the great horses of all time. And what UBO does is they're striving for 32. Striving for 32 lengths. Love it. Love Sean Hunt. Love UBO. And uh, I think that's a cool story there, uh, Jim Sheffield. Now, when it comes to banking, also – some bankers in town that uh, have been known to lap the field a little bit and separate themselves, and uh, it's a uh, it's it's a pretty remarkable thing what Central National Bank has done. But we do have a Mosley Show exclusive. Aaron Sexton's very excited about this. This has apparently been announced internally at Central National Bank, but. Uh, I, I, I just have, uh, well, because I have sources both in and outside of the bank, this man does not like to brag on himself. But this is, oh, there's the breaking news sounder. Um, and uh, I, I just, Joe Nesbitt's become a great friend. Obviously, Brian Fonville, executive vice president. Joe's been the president of Central National Bank. What I didn't understand at first is when you all had these big meetings recently, I didn't know exactly what was happening behind closed doors but joe nesbitt has uh i mean this is really really uh, uh a big big deal uh is uh, and i'm gonna let i'm gonna let brian fonville who is a great friend of joe's and is a great friend of this show kind of deliver the news but there has been a transition that has taken place and it's taken place from one of the legends in central uh, Texas, and that, of course, is Bill Nesbitt, longtime CEO and one of the great bank executives in the state of Texas. And Joe Nesbitt, look at him now. 
former Waco High graduate, is taking over as the CEO of Central National Bank. Uh, first of all, Brian Fonville, do do I have my facts straight on that? You know, occasionally I'll get something out of order there, but but am I basically do I have all those facts straight? You do. You have your facts straight. That happened at our, you know, when we were on last week, we kind of mentioned that we had an annual meeting uh, mm-hmm. that following day, and we're really sorry you your invite must have gotten lost in the mail. We would have loved to have <laughs> you there, but you're, you're correct. Joe uh, was elected by our board as the CEO of this bank, and Bill is going to stay on as chairman of the board. Wow, CEO, and then and then Bill Nesbitt, um, and again, this goes back to when my dad was in law school, and my dad was at Baylor, and somehow he and Bill knew each other. I, who knows? They might have even been fraternity brothers or something, the Nesbitts and Mosleys. Joe, don't you feel like the first time, first of all, congratulations to you. This is big news. I know you don't like bragging on yourself, Um uh, it, at least that's the story you want out there. But I, I think uh, I, 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 this is uh, this is really uh, this is a um, I'm sure just a very cool moment, and it's great that I mean you you know about your dad. He'll still be in the office every morning at 7:30 or whatever it is. It's impossible to beat the man to work. But uh, this is a great moment, Joe, uh, and I know your dad has to be as excited as anyone about all this. Well, I appreciate that, Matt and Brian, and, and it is a great honor. But I'll tell you, it is uh, like many other banks in town. You know, we, we have a lot of experience in this bank. And just to kind of make it to, to be serious for a little bit, it, uh, we, we have a whole lot of experienced people that uh, make um, it possible for me to, you know, fill in that role. We all kind of help each other along the way we have our strengths and we rely on those people that have those strengths to to do that job so i know that the majority no a hundred percent of your listeners do not care about my position (laughs) in the bank they they love sports but um you know we are proud to be a sponsor of your show matt and you know thank you for for breaking the news but man it's really business as usual here we've got a really really good team like other banks in town do and um you know so it, it's a uh, it's fun but it's still we have a lot of work to do and tomorrow it might snow and it gives us an opportunity to like close that would make two days <laughs> this week we were closed for president's day <laughs> Mm-hmm. And nobody else was. And tomorrow morning, we have an opportunity to shut the bank down because it's too icy, even though it's not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be open tomorrow for business, Matt. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Central National Bank. Joe will uh, will will go over this thing with a, a fine tooth comb. And uh, Brian, <laughs> let me ask you: um, any have you any noticeable changes yet? I mean, the news just broke. In fact, all of uh, Central Texas. And, of course, Dallas, we have a lot of listeners in Dallas, Fort Worth area, because I spent so many years there. Austin, Houston are, are hearing this. Are any noticeable changes at the uh, two locations? Of course, the great location there at Temple. And then Austin, uh, love that 6th Street location. Have, we, have you detected any changes under this new leadership? Matt, I haven't seen any changes yet. But I have it on pretty good authority that Joe is trying to back channel his way into Mr. Gaddy's to get a, a franchise here on site in our break room. 
<laughs> oh, oh man, man, that is an actual fact, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Cracked the code. Yeah. Our break room, you know, more snacks. That's what I promised in my campaign speech was a more relaxed dress code, more snacks in the break room, and a Mr. G- on-site Mr. Gaddy. Yeah, it sounds like when you were running for uh, student council back at Waco High School back in the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like some of the promises you, you may have made. Joe Nesbitt, Brian Fonville on with us. The breaking news is Joe is the CEO, and um, this will not be like the show on HBO Succession, which I like so much. I don't think... I don't think Bill's going to change his mind, and, and it's going to become a, an enormous family <laughs> fight. Although uh, I see Tom, I can see Tom wanting to kind of get involved in maybe a little bit of a tussle. But I know Tom has to be excited as well. Um, does this mean, Joe, that I mean you will not be? Will this take away any from your acting, your broadcasting career, all the other side things that you do? Your golfing could this eat into some of those things? The golfing disappeared uh, a long time ago because I'm just bad at it. Like, I, I, <laughs> I am not good. And so, uh, no, you know, I mean, I think that um, everything will, will continue to roll along smoothly again because of the, the team that we have. All right. Well, this is uh, it's very exciting news. And uh, <laughs> you guys will be happy to know that Mr. Gaddy's talk I thought it resonated in a big way. I got a call from our PD that night, and he said, Matt, uh, I'm just wondering, there, there was a lot of pizza talk and not a, not a lot of sports. <laughs> 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 I said, welcome to Bank Shots, because, of course, we talk about whatever comes to mind. But uh, this is uh, it's always fun. I look forward to it, and uh, this is a uh, – it's a great, uh, it's a great aunt Joe. We're excited for you. I mean, Brian is excited as anybody. I don't know. Maybe Brian thinks there's a raise in it for him because he has been running around, uh, all excited about this thing. So anyway, is now the time, Joe? Since you have even more decision making than ever, to just announce kind of like a lifetime contract with the Matt Mosley show. Is that is this a good time to get into that? Yeah, you know, Matt, we, you and I had that conversation, you know, about uh, doubling and, and doing a lifetime contract. We'll probably just, why don't we have that conversation off the air? <laughs> Brian right. doesn't know yet. Brian is our marketing director and all the other things that he does here. He doesn't know about that conversation yet. And I, okay. Well, okay, yeah. But now I get to discuss it with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping to get to see a couple of I, some of the the CNB family big Baylor line foundation uh, banquet is happening Friday and I'm going to be attending that sitting with the uh, incoming president of the Baylor line foundation um, I've prepared some remarks I don't know if I'm going to be called upon that evening but I have just in case I have prepared a few remarks uh, that will be at the beautiful Baylor club and uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun Friday night. Guys, thank you. Joe, sincerely, we are very excited for you. And uh, and uh, we this will be uh, Bank Shots will continue to be every Wednesday afternoon. Well, if, if you still have time for us, we, can you still make yeah, time for absolutely. Bank Shots? My favorite okay. time of the week. Okay, good, good. All right. Well, there they go. Uh, Joe Nesbitt and Brian Fonville, two great friends and two very powerful men in the Waco uh, community, Uh, great bankers, great buddies, 
It is Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. Okay, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, and we gotta we gotta move into it. We gotta talk some sports. We've got to, at four forty, of course, we have our big time campus confidential. But next, I've got some interesting NFL things for you. The latest on Aaron Rodgers in his future, and there's even more. There's some cowboy stuff floating around. That's next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our winter weather advisory continues with cloudy skies and a 50% chance of sleet and freezing rain tonight. Low temperatures fall to 29 degrees. Tomorrow, freezing rain likely in the morning, but as we warm up, it'll change to rain with highs around 39. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Keep up with Bill softball on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball won last night 6-2 over Houston Baptist. The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12-3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6-30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11, Texas at K-State, number 20, Oklahoma at TCU, number 9, Iowa State at Kansas, and West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat K-State 102-83, and number 9, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66-42. Two games tonight, TCU at number 20, Texas, and West Virginia's at Iowa State. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is quite a Wednesday, and hope everybody's staying safe out there. The Metroplex is, I mean, everybody's, you know, getting bracing for uh, all schools have been called off for tomorrow. Uh, DISD, Richardson ISD, Fort Worth ISD, all the big ones. No school tomorrow. Now, this thing, Denton ISD, this thing seems to be up north is where most of this activity is happening. Uh, what I don't want it to, to have happen is for our Dallas-Fort Worth people to get scared and go, oh, I just can't, I can't make it to Waco this weekend. No, you need to be here. Need to be here. Got uh, college game day in town. Everybody needs to show up, and it needs to be a big thing. Now, on that, on that note, uh, the, um, and Aaron, by the way, how are we doing? I mean, have you stepped out? I like to always look at the weather bug app and um everything holding up pretty well and i know your parking lot aaron it's always a little bit suspect where you live you're a little worried about that parking lot are you are you hearing okay things about central texas right now yeah i mean we'll see what happens tomorrow overnight and tomorrow yeah. but if, okay. if we're okay then we should be okay I mean, All everything right. you know the temperatures aren't going to be super high friday but you yeah. know, they'll be in the high 30s, I think, is what they say. Okay. Well, Thursday is the the day that everybody thinks it's going to be uh, bad up toward Dallas and Denton and up that direction. You get up to uh, Wichita Falls. Uh, you head out toward Oklahoma. There's already kind of ice and snow and stuff on the ground. Oklahoma direction I was seeing. But that's uh, that's not uncommon if, if, uh, if there's any bad weather up our direction, you know it's rough in uh, Oklahoma and uh, Kansas and everything. So let's see how this would affect the Jayhawks. I think the Jayhawks will be okay. They'll be able to fly out Friday, be in town for Saturday, and then, uh, of course, the women Saturday at 2 o'clock and the men at 7 o'clock. 
That, and Dan Schulman's going to be on the call, and Jay Billis. And Holly Rowe, I think, is going to be working those sidelines. It's going to be a great crew. College Game Day is going to be in the house. And LaFonzo Ellis from College Game Day is going to join us at 5 o'clock today. And I just uh, – he's one of my favorites just because he – Aaron, you watched this. The other night we had uh, – I meant to mention this to LaFonzo. The other day we had uh, Kevin Connors on, who's a great friend of our show. And Kevin does a lot of the hosting. Now, Reese Davis hosts for College Game Day. And it'll be Reese, Seth Greenberg, former coach, uh, LaFonzo Ellis, and Jay Billis. Aaron, just be glad. A couple of years ago, I can't remember. I'm not even going to name whoever was producing because it, it was a scary moment. Something didn't go right with our connection with uh, Jay Billis. <laughs> And it was not a it was not a happy moment. Uh, it was it was a rough it was a rough go. But uh, but we got him. We got him. We got Jay. And you know Jay does a great job, and he has become synonymous with college basketball. And he's uh, very well known. And it's interesting. I, I meant to bring this up. Uh, I was going to bring this up with Lafonso. Think about this, Aaron. The um, you got Seth Greenberg bald, Billis bald, uh, Lafonso bald. And, I mean, it, it, it just, it's an interesting group. And, and I thought one of the fun things that they could do would be to, to also put the bald picture next to them of Sohan and then, uh, and then chart how unbelievably fast Sohan has grown out his hair. That is, that's one of the most remarkable. Somebody commented on this the other day. And, and, Aaron, you remember, I think I brought this up on the air. Sohan's ability to grow hair is, I mean, I grow a lot of hair, but, but nothing at that rate. That is a, that, that must be something that 19, 18 or 19 year olds are able to do. And, uh, and that hair just can't, did you notice that Aaron, how that, that hair, he almost had a full head of hair a week after he was bald. Yes, I was jealous. Oh, I'm sorry. But in, yeah, in, a, in better Sexton news, I, it bald. sounds like I'm ready yeah. for the game day crew. <laughs> I know, man. I know. This is going to be fun. There'll be some signs. Aaron, would, have you ever made a sign for a game dating back to your youth? Did you ever? Did you ever spend a little time making a sign and then taking it to the game with you, or did that never happen? No, I've I've, I've never been much of a sign guy. I've been, always been more of a heckler guy. Ooh, the sexton. And those heckler. are two like separate personalities. If you, I've noticed. What, what's the closest you ever were able to sit to like an opposing bench where you were able to do some, some, some good heckling? Did that? Did that? Uh, have, has that ever happened? I've been front. I've been uh, first row for a couple of Baylor women's games. Of course, Ooh, I don't. Wow. I don't. You know, it's all lighthearted, but. You know, okay. some some airball chance and uh you yeah. know you know try try closer shot things like that when standard fair when they miss standard threes fair. yeah i don't nothing abusive no cursing nothing like that i like that i like that i was with i used to sit at games a lot with a guy named ashley hodge and ashley's a longtime friend and he has seats right down behind the opposing benches and Ashley is uh, still gets into it. Always has fun stuff. Like with Bill Self, he'll have like a big poster of the guy, um, the Adidas guy who's going to prison. 
that the executive, I say Adidas guy, whatever, whoever the, the middleman was, I think his name was Jim Gatto, he's going to federal prison, so Ashley would hold up signs of him. The I, For the most part, I just, because I'm in the media, uh, but even when I sit up there as a fan, I don't really get in, I mean, I, I, I get excited for the Bears, but I don't heckle or anything like that. The only exception I ever made, there was an SFA Baylor game a few years ago, and, and I was just having fun. They had a funny coach. He's a character. He's a funny – he almost reminds me of Shelby Metcalf, the old A&M coach. Casey Keller is, I think, his name, something Keller. And I and I gave him the blues. And I gave their whole team the blues. And I – they they beat Baylor at the buzzer at, at that particular game. And, Aaron, the entire bench, coaches and all – turned around after hitting that and just all kind of like pointing at me and all that. <laughs> and, um, and, and again, it, it reminded me of why I don't do things like that very often because I'm just like, first of all, I'm too old to be getting involved in that and, you know, heckling. Now, again, like you said, it was good-hearted, and most of the time anything I was saying, it was making them laugh. So it wasn't like I was saying anything mean. I was just – basically what you would think I would be saying, Aaron. I was just kind of having a good time with them. But, again, they were turning around and pointing at me after they won at the buzzer. So I stayed around after the game and waited because I thought, you know what, if I'm going to talk and, 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 and do all this, I need to stay down there and, and be a man about it and congratulate them and, and, and take my medicine. So as the coaches came out, Aaron, I sat down there and greeted them and, and congratulated them because it was just my way of saying, hey, I need to take my medicine a little bit. And uh, it's the same thing with uh, – anyway, it was kind of fun back in the day, SFA. I didn't like Bears losing that. That was a team – that was an interesting Baylor team because it looked like things were going the wrong direction with that team. I think Mario Kegler might have been on that team. T.J. Maston, and that was that team that kind of – Figured it out. Like they, they were going the wrong it just didn't look it did not look like it was going to be a good team for Scott Drew. And for some reason they kind of rallied in conference. And that Maston, who kinda, you know, we never knew what to make of him. He was kind of a bench guy. In that particular season, he he was highly, highly skilled. He just didn't always try that hard. He did not have the highest motor ever. But my goodness, that guy had moves. He was smooth. He had good hands. You remember him talking about Aaron T.J. Maston? I don't actually. Oh, you need to look that up. Yeah, you should. I, yeah, Aaron, come on. You follow it closely. You should remember T.J. If you look him up, you'll you'll see his face and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But Maston kind of got it going that season, and the team actually ended up doing uh, okay. And, in fact, they might have made the tournament that season, T.J. Maston. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I promised you a little bit of uh, NFL news. Today it appears that um, the, the Packers met with the media, their GM. Aaron, you might know how to say that guy's last name. Is it Brian Guttenkust or something? You know, it's kind of an interesting name, Guten. Gutenkust or something. Anyway, he's the he's the general manager for the Packers. And I'm sure there's a better way to say it than that. But it seems like what he said is 
they're going to sit down with Aaron Rodgers and talk about everything, but he said they did not promise him a trade. There was no, there was nothing promised in terms of a trade. We talked yesterday and we heard a little bit from Aaron Rodgers, and he was on that, um, oh, what's the guy, you know, the uh, uh, Pat McAfee show and had responded to all that Instagram. And so that that's um, that's going to be that that really bears watching what happens with Aaron Rodgers because much like Peyton Manning going to the Broncos, that helped put the Broncos who already had a really good defense that helped put them over the top, and they ended up winning a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. In fact, they might have gone to did they go to two Super Bowls? They they won one of them and at least made it another AFC title game with Peyton Manning. They might have gone to two Super Bowls with him, but they won one of those. The Aaron Rodgers could do the exact same thing with these current Broncos. Broncos pretty good on defense, just fired their coach. They have brought in Aaron, you remember off the top of your head who the Broncos brought in as their head coach? He they was fired the, Vic Fangio. Yeah, he was the Packers offensive coordinator. I'll get the name in just a sec. Okay, you're okay. So the isn't it interesting? Either you're either you're the Rams' offensive coordinator, or you're the Packers' offensive coordinator. And it, even if you're the Rams' defensive coordinator, you're going to get hired somewhere. And McDaniel got hired in Miami, off that staff with the Rams. And then of course Josh McDaniels now takes over with the Raiders. My, uh, McDaniel is the name of the the guy who took over the. Uh, the uh, Dolphins, but uh, Nathaniel Hackett is the uh, Pat, is it. the uh, Broncos coach. Excuse me, that's it. Son of the great Paul Hackett, who was once the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys under Tom Landry, and in fact, at the time, it, <laughs> I think Hackett became the the Cowboys he was he was very young at the time and he became the Cowboys offense coordinator in let's say like 86 or something and he he wasn't really allowed to put his offense in I think he but Paul Hackett has always been sort of considered the you know once you get labeled a young offensive guru um, you never lose it and so Paul Hackett got that mantle many 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 years ago and then I would say Paul Hackett then became the coach of he, – he might have been at USC as an offense coordinator at one point. He was a head coach somewhere else in the NFL. Paul Hackett was around for years. Nathaniel Hackett is the son of Paul Hackett. And so I, I, I think if, if Aaron Rodgers – that's why this Tom Brady thing was such an enormous story during the pandemic. When he, when he went to Tampa Bay – they immediately became – it's the same thing when it was Brett Favre. Brett Favre went to the Vikings, and the Vikings immediately became a Super Bowl contender. People thought, why are you saying that? Well, Favre, it was just far too talented, even at his advanced age at the time, for them not to elevate and be in the conversation. These quarterbacks, Rodgers, Favre, Manning, Brady – their their two their greatness is too immense not to be able to overcome a lot of hurdles. Now people say, well, why isn't Aaron Rodgers doing that for Green Bay? It's a great question. 
It's a great question. How does he win two straight MVPs and then he can't get back to the Super Bowl? Well, how do the Cowboys go 26 years without getting to an NFC title game? These things happen. I mean, I would say the one Super Bowl ring Aaron Rodgers has is a lot better than anything the Cowboys have done over the last 26 years. So I'm not as quick to criticize Aaron for everything, even though Aaron is annoying as all get out. I would say the only person who surpassed Aaron Rodgers lately, Aaron Sexton, as far as uh, being annoying, is Phil Mickelson went from being one of the like the most likable pro golfers we've seen in the last 25, 30 years. In one week, Phil Mickelson has become like a villain. And it's, it's pretty amazing. That, that it's a reminder to all of us, even on, on whatever level you are, whatever your business is. I mean, you're always, you're only as good as the last thing you've put out there on Facebook or the last thing you've said, or you thought you were off the record with a, with a reporter. Uh, I'm just telling you, I, I don't, uh, I, Mr. Mickelson has split his britches and he has ruined himself in a lot of ways and he'll have to put his reputation back together. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. It is time for Campus Confidential. What is going on around the country in college athletics? That is next. Scott Brew and the national champion Baylor Bears here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday for a matchup with the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor and KU. The home of the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears. ESPN Central Texas. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. 
At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texas safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball won last night 6-2 over Houston Baptist. The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12-3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6-30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11, Texas at K-State, number 20, Oklahoma at TCU, number 9, Iowa State at Kansas, and West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat K-State 102-83, and number 9, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66-42. Two games tonight, TCU at number 20, Texas, and West Virginia's at Iowa State. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley, and it is time for Campus Confidential as we have the excitement of College Game Day arriving. They'll be joining us in town <clears throat> for Saturday's game. I was, uh, I was, I, I think uh, I'm going to recommend to. Our guest at 5 o'clock, LaFonso Ellis, to get Dave Aranda involved in this broadcast. Dave Aranda, the Big 12 champion coach. Let's get him out there. Love to hear Dave Aranda on uh, College Game Day. He would love it. He would be awesome. He's funny. He's interesting. He is the most interesting man in Baylor athletics. And so let's, uh, let's get Dave Aranda on that show. All right. They didn't ask me to program it, but I, I am going to tell LaFonso to maybe think about having Dave Aranda on. All right, Aaron, what's on the agenda on today's uh, today's uh, version of Campus Confidential? We will start off with college basketball. Uh, you just mentioned that College Game Day will be here for the Baylor-Kansas game on Saturday night. The NCAA Selection Committee had their top 16 reveal for the men and the women. 
there were four schools that had teams on both. Can you name them? One of them will be very easy, obviously. Um, okay, they had, they had, there were, okay, the, I would say Baylor, you're saying in the top 16? Yes, for both men of, and of women. How they pay. Well, Baylor obviously would be in that, and I got to admit, I think I saw this note, so I'm a little bit cheating on this, but I, I, I did the Longhorns make the list? Because I was a little bit surprised by that, that, they, that the Texas Longhorn men would be in the top, uh, the top 16. Yes, they did, and I was, <laughs> I was the same way. I, I, you know, they came on here in the second half of the season, but I didn't think they would be in the top 16 reveal uh, yet. I think they would probably be there. I thought they would probably be there by the end of the season. But, yeah, Baylor and UT are two of the four. Boy, I am. I am really – that that was – oh, t- two of the four teams. What were the other ones? Arizona and Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, did, you, did you happen to catch – the University of Texas women's coach Vic Schaefer's rant that he went on yesterday? I did not, but he seems like an angry dude. Had, yeah, I mean, you, you, the altercation with the Texas Tech coach. Multiple, actually. And uh, what, but what happened yesterday? I didn't see it. Well, Vic is not pleased with the amount of attention that the, the women are getting at the Irwin Center. And he was talking about how, you know, these towns that have whatever, twenty-five to 50,000 in them are filling up like 9,000 arenas and that a town that has one and a half or two million or whatever he said, Austin has. What does Austin have? Two million? Does that sound? Does that seems like too much. Anyway, uh, a, a, a large town, a large city, and he's just amazed that they, they don't come out and support his women. And uh, that sounds kind of weird. His his players, so I um, I, I I find that I find that very interesting. And you're right, this is a very angry man, Aaron. I also wanted to uh, I came across something I thought you would find interesting for Campus Confidential today. If you'll give me some uh, uh, if you'll give me some some uh, uh, runway here. Sure. I the. Uh, I, this, this is this is good and bad news. I mean, because I, I love it for our players, but for the future of Baylor men's basketball, you know, we're all selfishly, we want to see Kendall Brown and Sohan come back for second seasons. And I want to see both of them then get in the lottery the following season. And we, we know how this works, though. It's hard to tell someone projected in the first round to come back. It, it, it just is not, and I don't ever try to do it. I mean, I, I once was really hoping Epe Udo would come back. Epe Udo was taken in the lottery, sixth overall, and it's it's extremely hard to hold that against him. I mean, you get all that money, life-changing money, and I'm not ever going to hold that against anybody for going ahead and leaving school. But selfishly, we'd love to see Kendall and Jeremy Sohan have another go at this thing. Well, the Minnesota Timberwolves... Right now, this is the ESPN, the latest mock draft. And I was um, Jonathan Giovanni and Mike Schmitz are the ones who do all this for ESPN. They do good work. They study the film like crazy. So 
I kind of I admire what they do. So I've got no issue with any of their projections. They they have the Timberwolves taking Kendall Brown at number 17 right now in their latest mock draft. Kendall Brown is not even 19 years old yet. He is 18 years old in seven months. So they have him going 17th. Now, the, the, the other news that's going to be a little bit, distre- again, exciting and distressing for Baylor fans. They have moved Jeremy Sohan into the first round. Now, I, I had seen some places that, for the most part, had had him in the uh, second round. And Jeremy Sohan, has been, they have him going to the Memphis Grizzlies at number 29 overall. He's 6'9", and he's the exact same age as Kendall Brown. He's 18 years old and seven months. I mean, these are young, young, young guys. And they, they both now have entered the first round of this draft. Aaron... Are you bittersweet on this thing? Are you? Do you kind of feel like I do? Very excited for them, and, and want them to get the best possible position, but also a little bit sad to think about Baylor not having them for a second year. Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty much we pretty much feel exactly the same way. You know, I mean, you would hope that they would be lottery picks, maybe one more year in college, but if you're you're projected to go in the first round. It's hard to say no to that. It really is. Now, Matt Meyer, under this on this uh, projection mock draft, is going 57th at second round pick to the uh, Trailblazers. That pick comes from the Grizzlies, and Matt, of course, is 22 years old. I mean, compared to Sohan and Kendall, Matt's an old man. Now, he's still extremely young in the whole scheme of things. But as I look at everybody that's kind of around him in the draft, I mean, you just don't see a lot of 22-year-olds. I see Alondis Williams, who had a breakout year, used to be at OU. He's had a breakout year for Wake Forest. He's Matt's age. And then 22-year-old Andrew Nimhard from Gonzaga. Okay, those are about the only, there's just not many 22-year-olds. I'm looking through here. There's one, Oscar Toshibwe, who's having a great year at Kentucky, going to Charlotte in the second round. He is 22 as well. I I love, I mean, I hope Meyer, I think what would help Meyer is if down the stretch here, he just has a great run, plays well again in the tournament, and I think Matthew Meyer could make a, another move. I would say right now, Meyer has not totally helped himself by coming back to Baylor. And that sounds kind of harsh. And you know Meyer's one of my all-time favorites. And I love having him on the on the air. But it's just it, it just it's not even I don't even think it's all Meyer's fault. I think it's been an extremely difficult season with all the injuries and all the weirdness that have happened. So I uh, I I don't I, again part of this is this year has just been crazy, and everybody's had to play out of position, and I don't even think Meyer maybe has been featured like he would if they had their healthy full complement of players. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us today, sir? Marshall has filed lawsuit against Conference USA to expedite their exit from the league so it can join the Sun Belt this summer, according to a copy of the case 
filed on Tuesday earlier this month. Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss announced their plans to terminate their membership in Conference USA on June 30th and become members of a Sun Belt in mid-February. Conference USA released its 2022 football schedule, which included all three schools and pledged to exhaust all necessary legal actions to ensure the outgoing members would participate this fall. A spokesman for Conference USA said the league had no comment at this time. The lawsuit filed in West Virginia is seeking jurisdiction in that state, aims to avoid arbitration. In mid-February, Conference USA filed a demand for arbitration against Marshall to try to, to seeking to compel the university to arbitrate its dispute with the league in Dallas. So it is a mess as those three teams try to leave Conference USA for the Sun Belt and Conference USA when trying to they, hold on. When did the Sun year. Belt become a better uh, option than Conference USA? Like, Re- I don't I don't really understand all this, like Re- why people are going certain directions. The Sun Belt, I mean, I, 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 you, know, you seem like the – isn't North Texas going to – University of North Texas is going to the American Athletic Conference – I mean, that's an obvious step up from Conference USA. I mean, can you explain that to me, Aaron, why the Sun Belt is, is that much better than Conference USA? That really seems like kind of a lateral move to me. I was kind of thinking the same thing, but I think, you know, I think what's the opposite of recency bias? Because I think we still think about Conference USA back in its heyday when it was it's never one of the major conferences, but it was one of the bigger minor conferences, so to speak, and it's dropped off a lot since then. But yeah, I don't see, I don't see the huge upgrade of leaving that for the Sun Belt. Let's think the best teams in Conference USA right now. I mean, the best property, so to speak. North Texas, University of North Texas, Louisiana Tech, UAB. If you can think of something else, go ahead, Aaron. But to me, those would be the three best teams and I, I i feel like every team i just mentioned is leaving so i don't know you know since we're, it's it's it really is too bad that all this has happened because two teams deciding to leave the big 12 caused so much um it just caused everything out of balance and and that has played an enormous role in all these uh all this, all these changes in conferences, and now Conference USA just really, sadly, doesn't really have much left. And they'll get some new teams in that maybe kind of feel excited about it. But like even Rice, is Rice trying to go to Rice, which has been I think in Conference USA? Isn't Rice trying to go to the Athletic American Athletic Conference too? Does that sound right to you, Aaron? I think um. it is. The Rice Owls. Let me see. They're adding four teams from Conference USA. Yeah. Liberty, New Mexico, Jacksonville State, and Sam Houston is who Conference USA is adding. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Rice is leaving with UNT and La Tech and some of these other schools. What a, what yes, a weird. Yes, Charlotte, FAU, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA are each leaving Conference USA for the AAC. So. Yeah. UTSA is a good one, too. I don't think I – I don't think I said UTSA a little while ago. They're coming off a great football season, decent, uh, decent basketball. Do you know that star player at Tech right now, the uh, Bryson Williams? That's a UTS. Oh, wait, is he UTSA or UTEP? He actually may be a minor. He may he may have come from uh, UTEP, but that is uh, 
that, that what a great player he is. I, I Agbaji Agbaji's uh, going to win the Big Twelve Player of the Year, but I would, if I were voting, I would vote for Bryson Williams to be like the co MVP of the Big Twelve. I think that's how good he is. I think he's just tremendous, and I think he's the biggest time player for Texas Tech right now. They got some good players. McCuller's a good player. O'Banner's a nice player and T.J. Shannon, but I, for my money, that guy's the second-best player in the Big 12 behind Agbaji. Any argument there, Aaron? No, I would I would probably agree with that. Okay. All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Aaron, for our campus confidential. We do it every day at 440. It is now, as promised, our interview with LaFonzo Ellis from College Game Day. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Since 1859, Baylor Lion Foundation has been helping you make the Baylor family better as an independent voice for Baylor students, alumni, and fans. Take part in that tradition by honoring some of the best and the brightest Bears you know at this year's Hall of Fame Awards Ceremony. Join us for a night of celebration at 6 p.m. Friday, February 25th at the Baylor Club inside McLean Stadium. To see this year's honorees and purchase tickets, visit BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Our nation is in crisis and Texans have answers. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions. As federal officials, we take an oath of office to support and defend the Constitution and the laws of this country against enemies foreign and domestic. Yet not following the laws of the country is exactly what the Biden administration and Nancy Pelosi have chosen. Democrats do have an agenda, and that is to change America as we know it today. So my goal in Congress is two things. Number one, win back the majority in Congress and build the wall to protect America. I'm Pete Sessions. Let's do just that. Let's build the wall now and save America. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location, and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Proud to be joined for a, um, a return performance by uh, LaFonso Ellis and uh, does such a great job on college game day. And we had to, we had to track down LaFonso because game day is coming to Waco. And uh, LaFonso, this was, um, I guess I was looking back to see when you joined that college game day crew. And I guess it was right around the time that year, um, Baylor in Kansas, it was number one versus number two. There was a ton of excitement over that. Um, do, you, uh, do you remember the uh, – and, of course, that was the year right before the, the tournament got shut down. Do you remember yeah. all the pomp and circumstance leading up to that particular game? Uh, I remember much of it, and part of that was it was my first year uh, as a college game day analyst, and I was thrilled to actually get down to Baylor because I had been saying uh, for about a year or so that I felt the Baylor Bears were the best team in, in the country. And uh, at that time, Gonzaga and Baylor had kind of separated themselves as being like the two elite teams with a whole bunch of great teams following behind them. And uh, I've been friends with the Drew family for a long time, so I was excited to see Scott Drew on his, on his own turf because I hadn't been to Baylor. And, uh, and of course, playing against Kansas. And, and what better uh, 
game to have on national television with all of the pomp and circumstances uh, surrounding it. Kansas being a traditional blue blood and, of course, Baylor being one of the new bloods. And so uh, what an incredible uh, atmosphere we had for that game. Uh, the, the Baylor faithful were so uh, generous and, and hospitable uh, with, with our being there. And I just remember having a terrific experience. And when our bosses said recently that we were going back to Waco, I was absolutely thrilled. <laughs> Not everybody's always excited to go to Waco, but uh, we're, we're, we're glad you are. And uh, LaFonso, I, I went to Baylor, uh, but also, you know, I have my journalist cap I have to put on. But I, I think for that game, if I recall correctly, I did slip up there with my buddies in the stands and uh, and take that one in as a fan, and it's just uh, what a what a what a fun atmosphere. Now, as you've done some of these now, and you've gotten more and more of these college game day, uh, you know, obviously for years it was about the college game day football experience, and then over time, I guess we go back to 2015 or 16, college game day basketball became a bigger and bigger deal, and and it almost lends itself, especially when you get you know the uh the crowds into the gym early like you will at the Farrell center um is it uh, it, it does it just keep getting bigger and bigger lafonso it, it i know the uh, the pandemic was weird on everybody but since we've all been able to gather again have you seen even even more enthusiasm as college game day goes to these different sites yeah i my experience prior to and and recently gang Jan Seth warned me that it would be the case. The traditional powers that are kind of used to having us there, uh, we, we get a wonderfully warm reception and turnout. Uh, but clearly when we go to the places that don't see us often or maybe for the first time, uh, it, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, the, both the turnout, the energy uh, in the building, um, and, of course, our show is not catered to uh, the team that we're, who, who's hosting us. Uh, we're literally having a show talking about all the important topics of college basketball. But, of course, anytime we mention the name or a team member or a coach on the staff of the hosting team, uh, the, the place just goes nuts. And so um, <laughs> I, 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 my experience has been since – the COVID hit and we weren't able to get out on the road that everyone's excited. Our group, obviously, and then the hosting uh, team, everyone's excited to have us in the house. And so obviously that, that makes it so much more fun for us. Okay. LaFonso and let us know if you need any uh, restaurant recommendations. Okay. You may have discovered some things last time, but uh, (laughs) one of the the things you have to do uh, being a guy who appreciates great food is the, what's called the gut pack uh and then of course there's the world famous george's i don't know you're a very spiritual man you may uh, much like the baylor people you may stay away from the drink but uh the big o the big o schooner is a very famous thing in waco at george's bar so uh lots of lots of fun opportunities for places to visit now the game itself uh talking to lafonso ellis part of the college game day crew uh, this sets up, it's going to be a really interesting matchup, huge for both teams. Kansas right now, Kansas could really put its foot down on Baylor as far as in the mm-hmm. conference race with a win. Sure. Bears sure. are, you know, it's one of those things. Nobody can talk about Baylor without talking about all the injuries. But at some point, sure. of course, they got to get out there and play. And as you sure. remember, 
uh, Notre Dame and then playing for the Nuggets and all those years in the NBA, if you're out there, you're expected to perform. So I, I, I find myself sometimes, LaFonso, almost wanting to tell the announcers, you know, we all love to tell announcers things, hey, let's stop talking about the injuries for a little while. If they're sure. on the court, you know, they're playing. But, but, again, it's a big part of the story. Baylor's been banged up. What, yeah. what is – What's the ceiling for this Baylor team as you see it, knowing that you know you you're certainly not going to have your full complement of players? Well, I, I think it depends on the health of L.J. Cryer uh, right now. I mean, the reality is, you know, we can, we can't avoid the reality. The reality is, Baylor was 15 and 0 before they started having injury issues, and a team that looked like it had a legit chance to defend its title uh, with all of the injuries that it's had. Uh, James Akinjo is playing, but we know we can look at his numbers and see that he was playing at an elite level before he started having uh, his his back issue. And since then, you know, he's kind of been up and down. And then L.J. Cryer at the time was the leading scorer on the team, and 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 you lose Jonathan Chach, Jonathan Chachua who goes out, and and people may look at it and go, oh, well, that's only like nine ten points a game, but. Uh, that's nine to ten points a game, plus the fact that he's the best ball screen uh, defensive defending big in the country, and that's meaningful. His energy, his athleticism, his leadership out on the floor leaves a big, big void. And, and, and so absent those three guys at full go, then I, I think Baylor's likely a sweet 16 team, uh, could be even more vulnerable in the first weekend of L.J. Cryer. Mm-hmm. Is not available, and partly not because they're not talented, it's more because they don't have depth. And that's one of the concerns that I have going into the Kansas game. I think Baylor's going to have to slow down the pace a bit because, as you know, Kansas on makes and misses, they run their basketball right up, right back at you. And, uh, the, the, you know, Kendall Brown has made tremendous strides, a terrific athlete. And, and I love the way some of the other guys, obviously, Adam Flagler coming off, uh, I, I, it was at least 27 points when I was watching. He may have made it mm-hmm. to 30. So they definitely have enough firepower. My issue is, are they going to have enough depth? And is L.J. Cryer going to be available to play? Yeah, it's uh, he ended up with 29 in that game. And, and he, you know, he's got that unbelievable range. And I guess mm-hmm. we, can, we can credit Steph. I'm sure there was somebody before Steph that had like shot it from way out there, but it's funny how now we only think of Steph because of uh, he he popularized that. And sure. and I had to laugh, you know, after watching him in the All Star game the other night, and then watching Flagler in that game, you know, I'm yeah. like, did did Adam watch that? Because it, these guys have <laughs> no conscience anymore, you know, they, uh, yeah. as far as um, conscience, uh, as far as where they launch that thing from and it but in flat and by the way to your point uh criers the same way he's got yes. tremendous range as well oh, for sure take me take me back think about when you were a freshman at notre dame you know y'all had you played all four seasons and there were a lottery pick you played a ton of games i look back at some of the other notre dame greats like even if you go back to like dantley and woolridge and those guys those guys played all four years. Well, Kendall Brown could easily be an NBA pick and leave Baylor after this year. So sure. it's a different, you know, it, it, there's so much pressure on a guy to be good in this one season you might have him. When you look at Sohan and then you study Jeremy Sohan and you study Kendall Brown, 
what I'm seeing is, you know, Sohan seems to be a little more m- the mature player right now. Obviously, he's got that European background. What are you seeing with those two guys? And, and I mean, do you think even by the tournament, we, they could even make another leap? Well, Kendall Brown is an elite athlete. I mean, you're talking about a dude who could put his hairline on the front of the rim, either off two feet or off of one. So his ability to be able to attack and hang in the air a little bit and be able to finish, obviously his ball handling needs to improve, and it will because he's an excellent worker. And Jeremy Sohan, I mean, every time I see him, I see something more that I love about him. And I feel like he's flying under the radar with regard to the NBA because uh, you're talking about a guy that's got a three ball. He's got a mid-range. He can drive it and change speed, change direction. Uh, Obviously, his finishing around the rim is going to get better, but he's got a beautiful pull-up jump shot. And the reality is that comes into play with all the shot blockers in the NBA. And I love Mm -hmm. Jeremy Sohan's game. I I absolutely love it. So uh, in terms of more skilled, Jeremy Sohan fits that description. The better athlete obviously goes the other way to Kendall Brown. And so uh, I do, I, I think they're making strides along the way. And of course, uh, Scott Drew is just brilliant. I, I, I was interested to see uh, once Jonathan Chamo Chachua went out, would he keep playing man to man defense or would he mix up man and zone? And sure enough, he went back to that one, three, one zone and that one, three, one zone really, uh, kept Oklahoma State, who's more of a driving team, from being able to get in the lane. And it really threw their game off and threw off their momentum. And so that will give Baylor a chance because you just don't see that 1-3-1 one, one very often. And the slides in it are perfect. And you have a guy like Kendall Brown, who at the last second, when you think you may have a little short corner shot, who can actually come block and or alter that shot and, and allow Baylor to be able to get it out and transition on the other end. So I, I still think, uh, again, if LJ Cryer is available, James Akinjo is continuing to get back to 100% health, his ability to be able to get in the lane and make plays for himself and his teammates. Now all of a sudden he's got two elite-level shooters on either wing, whether it be Cryer on one side or Flagler on the other, especially when they go small with uh, Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan as the four and five. So I I do think the Sweet 16 is reachable as long as that group is healthy, and then it depends on matchups from there. All right. And, and by the way, Baylor fans appreciate you over over the years, you know, even in that national championship run, seemingly um, a lot of people basically said, well, the Zags may be one of the best teams ever and the bears uh the bears are uh you know they're they're good but they certainly can't they can't hang with the zags and i think as mark few would tell anybody that that played a role you know sometimes we go oh the chip on the shoulder thing that doesn't really come into play i think mark few uh the gonzaga coach uh lafonso absolutely thought it came into play and that baylor got sick of hearing everybody say they didn't have a chance at gonzaga and they came out and put a whipping on them but uh lafonso as i recall you you stuck with the bears through all that so just know the baylor fandom does does remember that and appreciate that well well they it, it was a fact though and I, and i said it before is Two years ago, Baylor would have won the national championship because I had been saying for two years that even if they met on a neutral court in the uh, non-conference season, so obviously outside of the NCAA tournament, Baylor was a bad matchup for 
uh, for Gonzaga. And the reason they were a bad matchup is Gonzaga runs that flow offense. Uh, they really only, and, and it's beautiful offense, Drew Timmy on the interior. Of course, they had Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert. Uh, but they they weren't used to having a team one through five be able to get up in and underneath them. So most teams love to reverse the ball through their fours and fives. Well, now you're talking that's Jonathan Chachua that's up into your four and five who's not allowing you to make that reversal pass. And if he does catch it, Jonathan's using his hands to try, try to uh, – keep the guy from putting the basketball on the floor or keep them from making an easy pass. And then on the offensive end, Baylor had something that no other team in the country had, which were three elite level shooters at the one, two, three position, excuse me, at the one, two, three position who could also put it on the floor to pull it up or get to the rim to make a play. And certainly if help came to be able to kick it across the floor. So I always felt that, Baylor was a bad matchup from Gonzaga, and it proved to be so. And again, had uh, we not had the COVID season uh, two years ago, Baylor would have won it there and would have repeated last year. And I had very great confidence in that, not based on anything with my relationship with Scott or my love for the Baylor Bears. It was just a fact, and it proved to to, to be so. The only person on that uh, Gonzaga team, a team that, that could beat Baylor, was a team that had multiple guys who could put it on the floor and create plays. Gonzaga only had one, and that was Jalen Suggs. And if you think about it, he was the only impactful player in that game for Gonzaga. He had 19 points, and I don't think anyone else was even close. Yeah, and I'm also grateful to UCLA for taking that game so deep and pushing them like they did. I think they sure. uh, they they played a complimentary role in that. But I I uh, I think you're dead on on all of that. The uh, and I, by the way, I love the um, your your relationship with the Drew family. I think you told the story last time I had you on, but you uh, you 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 know met uh, Scott's uh, dad and mom, and and just uh, y'all had a really neat time. And so, what a cool history that is. And we're fortunate enough in uh, in in Waco to get to see Coach Drew, uh, talking about Homer Drew, and uh, that's that's really uh, Lafonso. That's become kind of the one of the first families of coaching uh, because Bryce obviously uh, has, has got his coaching career going again. Yeah. And uh, that's a, that's a pretty unique family. Yeah. They're a beautiful family. They, they really are very, very genuine, warm and, and take their faith very seriously. And uh, I, I'm honored to, to be a friend uh, of the family and, and really wish them well. All right. Well, we, we wish you well. And congratulations, by the way. I did see where you were added to the um, – you should have been in there a long time ago, but whatever. It's uh, You're a very gracious <laughs> person. Uh, the Notre Dame uh, Ring of Honor, and uh, what, a, what a cool thing that was. And I know that just happened, uh, I think, what, in December? It wasn't that long ago Correct. Uh, that you went in the Ring of Honor. And what a uh, – there's some – some unbelievable uh, players in those rafters, and you're one of them. So congratulations on that, too, because what a, what a tremendous honor that is. Yes, it is. Uh, the outpouring of love and support in and around that event was uh, literally indescribable. And uh, I, I never thought I had the chance or opportunity to uh, join that select group, and I'm very grateful to whomever the silent committee was that uh, thought – well enough of me to to have me inducted into it and so uh what 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 a beautiful opportunity to celebrate god's goodness with my family and my friends for that weekend it, it was definitely a a weekend for the ages 
All right. Well, you still are all over those record books as I uh, looked when I was looking at the uh, before this interview. So you uh, you still own a lot of those records. Uh, listen, safe travels. Can't wait to see you on Saturday night or actually Saturday morning. And uh, by the way, Dave Aranda would be a fun guest, the, the, the coach of the Big 12 champion Bears. And he seems like a quiet introvert, and he is, but he's actually kind of a funny guy. So you'll keep that in mind as you're deciding who to talk to. You got it. I look forward to it. <laughs> okay. Thank, thanks for doing it, LaFonzo. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. There he goes, LaFonzo Ellis, joining the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. And it's time to talk a little bit more about the, the women's team tonight at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. We uh, talk about that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, baseball and softball news from last night, plus women's basketball in action tonight in Stillwater. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on the floor tonight. Tune in to Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm tonight for Baylor women's basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball dropped a 12-3 decision on the road last night at UT Arlington. Softball now headed to Palm Springs, California to play in a tournament there that begins on Friday. Also, Baylor baseball in action last night. They won 6-2 over Houston Baptist for their first win of the season. The Bears back in action this Friday at Baylor Ballpark, opening a series at home against Duke. Baylor women's basketball on quite a roll, up to number five in the nation, winners of six in a row and 11 of their last 12. During that six-game winning streak, the post-tandem of Nalissa Smith and Queen Agbo have been on a tear, Smith averaging 24.7 points over the six games with just under 10 rebounds a game. Egbo has had a double-double in each of the last four games, averaging 17 points and 13.5 rebounds per contest. Queen Egbo asked what it is that led to the turnaround for Baylor women's basketball after the 0-2 start to end league play. 
we just continue to play together when things weren't necessarily going our way. We continue to find reasons to stick with each other. And I felt like that Kansas game definitely brought us together. We realized what we can do, the potential our team has, and we've gone from there. We've been playing at another level since the start of the season. I think everybody can agree with that. We're shooting the ball a lot better. We're defending a lot better. We know what we're good at and we stick to it. We don't try to do anything that we don't work on and we don't try to play out of our character. And so I feel like it definitely works for us. We have guards who can score, posts who can score, and we have posts who can defend, guards who can defend. So pieces are really starting to come together for us. That's Baylor's Queen Egbo. She and the Bears in action tonight in Stillwater against Oklahoma State on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our winter weather advisory continues with cloudy skies and a 50% chance of sleet and freezing rain tonight. Low temperatures fall to 29 degrees. Tomorrow, freezing rain likely in the morning, but as we warm up, it'll change to rain with highs around 39. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5 days to so.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, 
where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texans safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor baseball won last night 6-2 over Houston Baptist. The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12-3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6-30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11, Texas at K-State, number 20, Oklahoma at TCU, number 9, Iowa State at Kansas, and West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas beat K-State 102-83, and number 9, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66-42. Two games tonight, TCU at number 20, Texas, and West Virginia's at Iowa State. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Derek on the call. Derek and Sophia, you can hear them tonight. Derek Smith, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, that uh, is going to start up. I mean, right right as we're uh, getting off the air, they'll get going tonight, 6 o'clock uh, pregame, and then 6.30 tip. And then hopefully they'll get on back safely. And I, I think it should be okay. I mean, I don't know. Oklahoma up north, it's a little bit rough tonight. All the Dallas area schools, Denton, Fort Worth, all of that has been, uh, they've been called off for tomorrow. Certainly as you get toward Austin uh, from Dallas, as you go toward Waco, it is not as bad right now as all of you listening to me know right now. Now, we also have a lot of people who uh, listen via the stream. If you ever want to know the easiest way, get our app, and you can do that by going to wherever you get your apps and, uh, and just put in the word Syntex. Sports fan, Syntex, sports fan, and that'll that will do the trick. Now, always interesting when you go to a place like Stillwater, and this is a this is a midweek game. You got college game day coming in. Kansas is coming in. You got a two o'clock game on Saturday, and then the men, of course, have the huge game, number five versus number ten, uh, Saturday night. And so there's a lot of fun happening on campus. 
what the Baylor women have to continue to do is go out and take care of business. These are always interesting games when somebody goes home, and that is certainly the case with uh, Jamie Asbury returning to uh, returning to Stillwater and playing in a place where uh, just a real she's such an interesting story. Came from Tulsa, uh, had fought, you know had to go through a lot. Lost her mom at an early age. We heard, we heard some of this on that hour time show. I guess the latest episode will come out tomorrow on that hour time documentary that they do, and uh, it'll that'll be uh, interesting. But tonight's battle, I mean that that's is something to watch because. Aaron, this is this these are the kind of games in this conference. This conference has been extremely tough this season. I don't think those TCU games were as easy as the final scores indicated. Baylor ends up winning those games by 20, 25 points. Through three quarters, it was a good game, the one in Waco. Now the game was a little more lopsided in Fort Worth, but after you know, at halftime, through for one quarter, uh, TCU was hanging in there, hanging in there, and then the Bears uh, were able to go ahead and knock them out. I would say one thing that we talked to Nikki Collin about the other day that has become helpful is that Jaden Owens can give them 20 to 25 minutes off the bench. Obviously, Caitlin Bickle's been giving them that all year. When Jaden Owens can give you like seven points, two or three assists, that's just, you talk about icing on the cake because Nalissa's going to get you your scoring. Now, then you have to go, okay, where else does scoring come come from? Well, sometimes it comes from Egbo. She she obviously is a tremendous rebounder, great defender, and when the energy's there, she's just she's a dominant player in in women's college basketball. When Egbo's playing like herself, this is a top five team, and they are ranked in the top five, so it makes sense. I guess what I should say is this is a potential Final Four team. Now. Where will Baylor be ranked? Aaron was looking at some of that earlier today as far as Baylor and uh, the Baylor men and women being in the top 16 of the seeding. Aaron, do you remember, and you don't have to look it up if you don't because we'll, we'll narrow it down. Do you remember exactly like where they had the women? I know they're number five in the country. Do you remember the seeding or did this thing just basically say they were a top 16 team? I'm just trying to... I'm just really wondering where the committee has everybody right now. I, I do know on the men's side, they have the they have the men as at the top of the two line. Now, interestingly, even though the Bears have been swept by the Texas Tech Red Raiders, they have a higher seed than than Texas Tech right now. And what I mean by that is on on the two seed line, the Bears have the top two seed, where Texas Tech has the final two seed. That may even out. I mean, if Tech com- continues to play like it is, I-, I-, I wouldn't really have a problem if Tech had a higher two seed than Baylor. Now, the-, the thing Baylor has going for it is they have all these quad one wins. And uh, Kansas and Baylor, for whatever reason, every year, uh, it seemingly they do unbelievably well in that area. And I'm talking about the... Uh, I'm talking about the quad one wins. It, it uh, I looked at something a little while ago. Let me see if I can find that again. David K. from the Baylor PR czar. Um, 
Let's see, old David. David keeps a close eye on our show. I love it. He's always listening to us, and I appreciate that about him. Okay, note from College Game Day's last visit to Waco in 2020. This is from a David K. tweet earlier today. Baylor men's basketball in Kansas are the nation's only teams with 10 quadrant one wins. Now, that was 2020. Now, this year, as they meet again, Baylor and Kansas are the nation's only teams with 10 quadrant one wins. Now, Aaron, you might say, and I think our people are probably saying, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, quadrant one wins, it's about who you beat, the the quality of, of the teams that you beat, where they were at the time, all that kind of stuff. And, and like, for instance, Villanova didn't look great when Baylor pounded them early in the season. Now they look a lot better. They did lose at UConn last night, but that Villanova team is much, much better than we thought after Baylor just completely killed them at home. That was a game that Aaron uh, Sexton attended. So that's what quad – again, there's a lot that goes into it, but the thing you need to know is – the committee will take a peek at that. Who has the most quad one wins? And Baylor and Kansas lead the country in that regard. And if you're wondering, well, Baylor's been 8-5 and five since they started 15-0. How are they still have such a great seed? That's the reason. They have so many quality wins, and the numbers seem to favor the Bears in a lot of areas. Now, as far as who are the best teams in this conference, right now I'd have to say Kansas is the best team. Texas Tech is the second-best team in the conference, and Baylor's the third-best team. Does that mean it's going to finish that way? No. I'm just saying if you're just going on what's happened to this point, Baylor is the third-best team in the Big 12 right now. Now, again, they might uh, you, you could get Cryer healthy and he could play the rest of the way. They become a different team. Aaron, do you agree with that, the, um, the, the Bears being the third-best team in the Big 12 right now? Does that sound accurate to you? Yes. Yeah, I think that's right. All right. Did you happen to see what the what the uh, Baylor women where they were in the top sixteen? Did it narrow that down or not? Thirteen. Okay. Good. Good for you, Aaron. Uh, Bears are thirteen. Now that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think through that. Why? That might be because, again, the same thing that you would measure the 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 uh, the guys by the quad one wins and all of that they use in the women's game. <clears throat> so why would they be thirteenth? Because that Aaron gets them on the. Golly, does that take them out? That's, so that's not a one seed or a two seed, is it? That's a three seed, or is that a four seed? Now that I'm doing it in my head, so if you go third, if you're the 13th team of the top 16, now again the women's seating is a little bit different than the men's, so that's not okay. Disregard that. Bottom line is that's kind of that's pretty far down for a team that's right now ranked fifth in the country. Some of that may even out if the Bears do really well in the Big 12 Conference um, um, tournament. And but but I don't totally understand that. It's it's almost kind of like those, the poor opening to conference play, is still being held against them. I mean, if you're gonna t- if you're gonna take uh, a fine tooth comb to the uh, our the, the the our women, um, you would say, 
that getting swept by OU is obviously bad. The the early K-State loss was bad. But, I mean, Aaron, what else is there? I mean, they they had that miraculous comeback against Kansas. I mean, they, they, uh, they lost to a good team, Maryland, early in the year. Now, Aaron, that would be interesting to see. Do you still have that top 16 in front of you? I'm just wondering where Maryland has ended up in all that because that is a team who beat Baylor early in the season. Some of those things leave a mark and, uh, and, and kind of hang, hang with you. As Aaron talked about, some of the better teams in, uh, as far as men's and women's hoops both are Baylor, University of Texas, Arizona, and Tennessee. I'm, I'm really surprised a little bit that Tennessee would be considered, Tennessee men, a top 16 team. Because, I, I mean, they lost at Texas. It's not a great loss at all. And, and a, they've at times been kind of shaky in SEC play. So I'm a little surprised about that one. But um, the other day, uh, Tennessee had a bad loss in the SEC. They lost to South Carolina. Part of it was because they were missing their best player. But, uh, Aaron, I, did, I, thought to, I brought this up with Nikki the other day. Did you see the crowd on that women's game, South Carolina versus Tennessee? Did you see what the crowd ended up being? I did not. It was either eighteen or nineteen thousand. That game was played in South Carolina, in Columbia, and eighteen thousand. And I think that's what Vic Schaefer's talking about. He's talking about in Baton Rouge, they got fourteen thousand fans that show up in Columbia, South Carolina, which again is a state school. LSU is too. These are big schools, but still, in in relatively small type markets. You're getting enormous fan turnout, and and I, I would say that's a great thing for uh, and and the 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 news came out the other day that women's sports on ESPN uh, is way up. The ratings are way up, so I think all that's great news, and I think I think uh, that's one of the reasons that Vic Schaefer at Texas is very upset right now is that he's seeing other places get huge turnouts and people are not showing up to support the uh, University of Texas women. All right, it is time to say goodnight. We do it next in the Dismount. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. The Northern Tool and Equipment lawn and garden sale is going on now. Stop in and save on sprayers, spreaders, aerators, wagons, garden equipment, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Truck month started early at Allen Samuels. You could get a 2022 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star with total values up to $7,500 or as little as 0% for 72 months. This month, first responders get an extra $500. Come see why Ram continues to win awards year after year. Take home power, performance, and reliability and shop the huge new car and truck inventory in stock today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor Baseball won last night 6-2 over Houston Baptist. The Bears will host number 23 Duke this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball falls to UTA 12-3. The Bears will head to Palm Springs for the Mary Nutter Classic this weekend. Baylor women's basketball tonight at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 6-30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, number 11, Texas at K-State, number 20, Oklahoma at TCU, number 9, Iowa State at Kansas, and West Virginia's at Texas Tech. Last night in the Big 12, Kansas 
Kansas beat K-State 102-83, and number nine, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma 66-42. Two games tonight, TCU at number 20, Texas, and West Virginia's at Iowa State. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You thought, well, today they had Lafonso Ellis College Game Day. Who could be next? What's it going to be like? Well, we're uh, continuing to book guests throughout the week. Got some big things planned for you. And uh, I did just see today kind of the great news that Chris Platt Jr., Chris Platt as we knew him, Baylor receiver. Aaron, you remember Speedster, good track, great track guy. He uh, he got drafted in the USFL. USFL's been having its draft. We saw all those quarterbacks. I thought that was fascinating. Zach Smith, former Baylor quarterback, who ended up finishing his career at Tulsa, I believe it was. Uh, Zach Smith got uh, was one of the quarterbacks taken in the draft. And Chris Platt today got taken by... I believe it was the New Jersey Generals. If you grew up like we did, you remember the USFL. You remember Donald Trump, who was not President Trump at the time. He was a big part of the USFL. I believe he had the New Jersey team, the New Jersey Generals. Well, all of those teams are back. There will be a USFL. And the reason it has a chance to possibly make it is because Fox is behind it. Fox will be showing all these networks need programming in the spring and so their thought is well i mean people people love the nfl obviously that's huge programming they'll watch just about any football let's bring the usfl back and it sort of appeals to those of us that remember some of those teams i'm sure there's people in houston that remember well let's see what were they well they the, the gun i think there was the uh, the gunslingers may have been san antonio Jim Kelly was with one of those. Was the gunslinger the Houston had a team? Were they the Texans? Whatever they were, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. Chris Platt will be with us tomorrow, and we'll look forward to that. That's at 4:20. Everybody, get ready. We got the pregame for the Baylor women. They'll play Oklahoma State. You'll hear the call at 6:30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Coming up, two games complete in the Big 12 from last night. Two more coming up this evening, including TCU at Texas. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com.
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Welcome to the Big 12 Conference, a place marked by uncompromising.